Welcome to the AgBiz Cast, where we share inspiring stories of young, beginning, and small farmers. Listen to hear from our AgBiz Masters graduates about their farming operations and advice for those looking to start their own business. My name is Iris Peters, and with me today is Blakesley Frederick Masters, manager of our family's 2,000-acre grain and potato farm and AgBiz Masters graduate. Blakesley, thanks for joining me today. Yes, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Yeah, great. We'll go ahead and get started with these questions. Uh, so could you tell our listeners about your operation, just some history and how you got started with it? Sure. The farm has been around long before me. It was started in the early 1900s. I am actually the fifth generation of Frederick on this family farm. It was originally started as a potato farm and then for a good period of time it was a dairy operation. My dad kind of grew up here milking cows but when he decided to take over the farm um, in the 70s he did he did not want to do dairy so he transitioned the farm once again to a potato and field crop operation and that's basically where it stands today. Um, I was raised on the farm with my two brothers but it's really at this point, my husband and I that are involved and we moved back to this area around 2012 and have had increasingly um, more hours on the farm, more responsibility, uh, different positions. And we've grown to the point now where, as you said, it's about 2,300 acres and it's operated as an LLC. So my dad and I are the members and my dad is in charge of the daily operations with the field crew and I handle all the paperwork side of things, book work, uh, as well as our grain marketing program and uh, any of our scheduling loads going in and out, uh, mostly grain and, and potato loads as, as they need to be scheduled. And then my husband, uh, he has been a part of the farm in the early days when we first moved to this area. Um, then he took a few years break. He got um, some really cool uh, world experiences, really. He traveled for work for a few years and got a bunch of new skills. But now that our kids are getting a little older, he wants to be back on the farm. And so the time is right. He's starting again as our operations manager um, starting fall 2021, and we're really excited to have them back. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing. Uh, so why do you enjoy farming, and what inspires you to stay in the business? I think for me personally, I love that every day is different. I'm the type of person that is always wanting to be inspired by a new routine, and with farming, you get that. You have to be on your toes. There could be disease issues or weather conditions that are impacting the crop. Um, and so it's just, it's, it's fun to be a part of because you really have to think your way through it and you can't take anything for granted. Definitely. Uh, so what was the biggest challenge in returning to the family farm for you? I think there were several challenges. Um, I think one was trying to fit at, uh, figure out where my husband and I fit into the operation. When we first moved back to the farm, 
he was a farm tech, a farm hand, and that was great, but we felt like we needed to add a little bit more to the entire operation for it to be successful. And in terms of our personal family life as well, we wanted to have something that we could really call our own. So we started a horse boarding stable, a small horse boarding stable, but it, horses have always been a passion of mine. So I kind of felt like that was the path I wanted to take. And then we also started an Airbnb and it began as one location on the farm, but now we manage three farm locations, a tiny house, a loft and a camper. And, you know, all of those changes came with their own kind of hardships, figuring out my time and my husband's time and what we needed to devote ourselves to so that it was not only profitable, but doable. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think just in general, time management was a big challenge in the beginning, figuring out what worked and what didn't, what we wanted to keep and what we had to let go. Um, for example, I loved giving horseback riding lessons and I did for a period of a few years before I had children of my own give lessons. And it was so rewarding but realistically it doesn't fit into my time right now. My, my kids have priority. And now that I have more management responsibility on the farm, I can't be taking time out of my day for lessons. So mm -hmm. that was a, a great example of something I really love, but financially it didn't make sense to devote my time to it. Uh, so for the next question you can share, uh, maybe just one memory or, or um, a couple if you have some, uh, but what has been your favorite memory from the farm over the past couple of years? Uh, farm life is always full of fun if you can find it. My, my family has a really playful spirit. And so some of the best memories on our farm are the little pranks that my dad will pull on the farm hands or they'll pull on each other. Um, there's laughter just constantly coming out of the shop. They'll grease somebody's doorknobs to their truck. Or we have one farm hand who's terrified of snakes. So of course, the second anybody finds one in a field, it's thrown towards him. Yeah, just kind of keeping that spirit alive has created so many laughable moments along the way. And also growing up, you know, Potatoes are a big part of our operation. We've, we've grown anywhere from 40 to 200 acres of potatoes on any given year. And during harvest, we always need extra help. And so growing up on this farm, my friends got to work. After school, we would jump on the harvester. And even now as an adult being here, the first people I offer a short-term position to are any friends that are out of work or just looking for something different to do. And it's created so many memories of, you know, the successful potato harvest, and we can all be proud of them at the end of the season. Typically we take everyone out for a dinner to celebrate the end of potato harvest because it's dusty and usually hot and uh, loud and it's it's a lot of work and they're very long days so it's fun to look back and remember all the celebrations that it's over <laughs> yeah that sounds really special thank you for sharing mm -hmm. 
Um, so what's your vision for the future of the farm? Well, I would love to see a future on this farm with my children involved. Um, I think that's really one of the primary drivers that my husband and I are here and that we're uh, sticking around and becoming more involved in the daily operation of the business because we now at this point have two young children under the age of six and we don't wanna force farming on them. But as they get older, they're, I mean, even now they're part of so many aspects of our daily existence that to them are just normal. And to many other kids, they don't have that opportunity. So I'm hoping that down the line, this farm can be transitioned to their hands and they might turn it into something different. Just like my dad got out of dairy and started field crops. Maybe they'll have a different future vision of, of this land, uh, which we would love to support because I think it's, I mean, this is why we're all here to grow food for people and animals and see the generations continue it. Exactly. Uh, so you were an AgBiz Masters graduate. So can you tell our listeners in your own words, what does AgBiz Masters teach young and beginning farmers like yourself? Mm -hmm. It's been, so I think I started AgBiz Masters in 2016, maybe 2015, 2016. And so back then I did not have the managerial responsibilities that I do now. But everything that I gained from Ag Biz Masters, I use to this day. So I have, uh, I've devoted a lot of time to creating a structured business plan, which I had never had any coursework on in college. Even though I was in the College of Agriculture at Penn State, I didn't have any business courses. And so AgBiz Masters was able to give me that basic foundation that I needed to gain confidence in that area. Uh, I have, I still to this day look back on the modules on creating your profit and loss statements and different um, accounting and financial tools that you can use to, to benchmark your business and sort out the successes of it versus the failures. And um, it's one of those things that I'm really thankful to have had in my life because it got me to the point where when I open a computer and I use our accounting software, I feel like I have support behind me. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so I have one last question for you before we wrap up today. Uh, what piece of advice or pieces of advice maybe do you have for younger beginning farmers that are looking to start their own business or maybe get involved with their family's operation? One piece of advice I have is to find your team, to build and create a team of advisors. And I remember that being a large part of a module in AgBiz. Um, but, you know, really look at your operation and understand that it takes more than one person typically to run a successful business. So whether that's bringing on financial advisors or veterinarians, or um, in, in my case, I look to a lot of industry uh, officials, even podcasts, um, anyone that does a lot of uh, collective data analysis, especially concerning the grain marketing world, which is really over my head 
but I feel like having access to people who have more experience and knowledge than I do has given me stronger faith that I can do this and that I can make realistic and reliable decisions over and over when it comes to basic financial planning for the business. So yeah, gather your team. That's my, that's my big piece of advice. Recognize that you might need a little bit of help along the way and it's okay. Yeah, well, that is great advice. So thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Blakesley, thank you for joining the podcast today and sharing um, your own farm story. Sure. Thanks for having me. Happy to talk. Thank you for listening to the AgBiz Cast. To learn more about the AgBiz Masters program, visit agbizmasters.com or check out our Facebook page. Tune in every two weeks to hear more stories from our graduates and partners. Thanks for listening.